Welcome here to this special edition of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora from inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Always happy to be here with you where sports meets life. And of course, you are with us on many different outlets, and we thank you for tuning in here with us. You can grab Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, as well as a MixLR and company. So we thank you for being here with us, and I'm very happy to have back on the show on the heels of his commitment to play college football in the future here. 2023 defensive lineman and tight end Matt Chicatano, who is here with us from Mount Carmel in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, the winningest program in the history of Pennsylvania when it comes to high school football. So Matt's here with us. It's the first interview he has done since committing to Coastal Carolina and the Chanticleers. So I am honored and privileged to make history with Matt today. Matt, how you doing? Hey, uh, absolutely. I'm very excited to be back on the show. Um, and yeah, you got that correct. It's my first interview since the commitment. So, you know, I'm excited to do it here. Absolutely, and, and I thank you for that. I thank you for giving me this opportunity to uh, make history with you and, and being a part of it. How how have you, I mean, I know you put out a post, but how have you stayed quiet since committing and, and not really, you know, done much? I know you said you're kind of like a to-yourself person, and you said I'm kind of like I want to post it, and that's it. Have you always been kind of that, like, close to the vest person, per- type of person? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a kid, you know, everyone getting recruited to kids. So, you know, they obviously like, you know, again, it's a little bit of attention, you know, uh, committing and all that. But, yeah, I didn't want to commit and make it, you know, a real big deal. I kind of just want to, you know, write a nice little thing, thanking everyone, making the post, you know, the edit that Coastal made for me. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I kind of just want to keep it simple. And I didn't, like, wait too long. You know, it was about one day after the visit when I posted it. So, you know, I just I made a few phone calls uh, and I felt like the time is right. So posted it, and, you know, made it known that I, that I was committed. And I thought it was interesting speaking here with Matt Chicatano, who is heading off to Coastal Carolina, 2023 defensive lineman and tight end coming out of Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania. So, uh, Matt, what did they tell you about where they want you at Coastal? Could they look at you being a hybrid guy? Could you bounce from offense to defense at some point? Or are they really specific about where they want you to be? Um, well, they offered me as a offensive lineman, tight end, and a defensive lineman, but I committed as a defensive lineman, and they run kind of like a a three four defense, and they bring uh, you know they bring an outside linebacker down sometimes, but they they particularly looking at me as you know a four eye technique, which is basically like a defensive tackle shaded inside of the offensive tackle, or if my body develops, you know they want obviously don't want to see how my body develops, but they said possibly knows. too so basically just interior defensive line is uh the spot i'm looking at right now and i mean is are you okay with that is that what you wanted would you ever look at doing something else there like you said they recruited you in multiple positions so would you ever be open to changing or do you feel like interior defensive lineman is where you're going to be best served in college well uh that's a good question uh you know they them and myself, uh, I mean, I, I think that my potential is at the highest as an interior defensive lineman, just how my body's developed. You know, I've gotten heavier, stronger. 
I think uh, my body and my play style kind of suits the interior defensive line the best, offensive and defensive wise. So, and I talked with their coaches, and they they agreed with me. Um, so it kind of made my an easier, and I absolutely love it. You know, I, I it's definitely my favorite position to play. I'm open to playing anywhere if, if I go there, and you know, I'm not I'm not doing what they want me to do at defensive line. They want me to move to offensive line or tight end. I'm I'd be more than happy to. And that coming here from Matt Chicatano on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Uh, Matt, you and I, in discussing when you were on the show the first time, that you had gotten to a top three uh, in no specific order of Temple, Coastal Carolina, and Syracuse. You went to visit Temple from June 15th to the 17th, went to Coastal from the 17th to the 19th, and then you were supposed to come to Syracuse on June 24th. What did it at Coastal that made you commit while you were there and not even take the official visit to Syracuse? Because you got to your top three. You and I were talking about, yeah, I'm going to go on these officials, and then I'm going to make a decision after. What prevented you from coming up to Syracuse? What was it about Coastal Carolina that you're like, I I just can't wait? Yes, that's a good question again, because I've been asked that question a lot. Uh, And it's kind of hard to exactly explain. You know, I kind of just had that gut feeling, like a heavy gut feeling that Coastal was the place. And, you know, I'll start from Temple. You know, of course, I absolutely loved it. Uh, the coaches, kind of the culture they were building, you know, because they're all, it's their first year. And, uh, but the thing is, like, I couldn't really see myself in a city. And, you know, obviously Syracuse isn't really, they're not, I wouldn't really consider them a city campus because I've looked online a little bit, but. Um, just kind of the the place where where Coastal's at, you know, they're right by the beach. You know, it's real nice weather there year round. Um, and of course, that's not the only thing. I'm not just going off location. Uh, I f- their coaches have been there roughly like five years. Like the head coach and his uh, like the the position coaches and all, and that's something you rarely see um, in college football. And, you know, you really only see it in really good programs because. You know, so they and they've also been really good. They're twenty-two and three the past two years. You know, they obviously had that historical season. You know, where they beat BYU. I think they're a coming program. They've had uh, pretty much every single one of their commits had Power Five offers, and they committed there over to Power Five. Uh, I think I, I mean, you know, when I went out with their players, I absolutely loved it and got along with the players really well. And I fit into their program really well, and I couldn't see myself anywhere else. Like really, I I, I didn't even want to waste any time. I just just felt like committing, so I went with my gut feeling and committed, and I'm I'm extremely happy about it. No doubts in my mind. And I was going to ask you that. Like, is there anything that you were sad about, or kind of like let's stick with you a little bit that you didn't go up to Syracuse for an official? No, because, I mean, I get their Power 5 program. You know, they, you know, they've been, you know, if I don't be honest, they haven't been, you know, the best program uh, in the country. And um, I guess I could say, it, you know, I was kind of worried about uh, even, like, getting involved with them. Like, if I committed and, you know, say they don't have the best season, their coaches get fired, you kind of have to have the recruiting process start all over again. Uh and it kind of just, I just didn't want to have to deal with that. So, of course, I would have loved to visit and see what it's all about. And, 
you know, but I have, I have, uh, I would, I wouldn't change my decision if I had to go back in time. I'm very happy with, with uh, my decision. And that coming from Matt Chicatano, coming out of Mount Carmel, Pennsylvania, the winningest high school program for football in the state of Pennsylvania, and heading off to the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina as a defensive lineman on the interior side of things. So, like you said, I mean, their record in Coastal Carolina has been phenomenal in history here and in the Sun Belt Conference. Now, the Sun Belt, with all this realignment and all these different things going on, the Sun Belt was one of those conferences that wants to rival, and I know I cover the American Athletic very heavily. I know they're doing a lot of work, and the Sun Belt Conference that Coastal Carolina's in is trying to do the same thing. They're putting in a lot of good work here to stay competitive in the grand scheme of things and make sure that in realignment that they're going out and grabbing teams as opposed to losing teams. So their conference is getting bigger. What do you think about the Sun Belt Conference as a whole? And besides Coastal Carolina, is there anything about you know the competition that they play that you're really excited about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Coastal's rival, Appalachian State, I mean, historically, they've been very, very good. You know, they have a lot of teams, you know, Louisiana, Appalachian State, like I said. You know, they have a lot of good teams that are, you know, very, you know, consistently ranked. And uh, a lot of good rivalries, a lot of good teams. And the Sunbelt Conference is definitely, you know, just as a whole, you know, I feel like on the rise, they're getting a lot lot better recruits. They're being a lot more competitive with some good Power 5 program. And, you know, uh, Coastal Carolina specifically has a lot of, you know, future schedule has a lot of good Power 5 schools that, uh, that they're going to face that I feel like they can definitely prove themselves as a, you know, just as a really, really good program and that the you know, nation, the whole country can, can finally just see that. Yeah, you know, we've gotten to see, I mean, uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, what they've been able to do in recent history. Coastal Carolina, as well as Appalachian State, has played spoiler to a bunch. So, you know, there is there is talent in here that's been ranked in the nation's top 25, including Lafayette, or pardon me, Louisiana most recently here. And uh, App State and Coastal Carolina has been ranked in the nation's top 25. Uh, going to a program that... that loses so seldomly and wins so much of the time and is going into the postseason, you know, undefeated. Uh, just what that means to you, you know, Temple's a program that wins, but every couple of years they've been changing their coach. And, you know, they, they went from Steve Adazio to uh, Steve Adazio, who's now at Texas A&M with the offensive line. Then they had Matt Rule, who's now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers after going through Baylor. Then they had Jeff Collins, who's now the head coach of Georgia Tech. Then they had Rod Carey, who was let go. So there's been a lot of turnover in Temple. And like you said, in Syracuse, there has been, you know, this world of, and now Dino's stepping into year number seven, but the record, there's only been one winning season, one bowl game, and a concern of not an if, but a when, maybe Syracuse would make a change based on the fact that things haven't really consistently gotten better. So you look at Temple going through consistent change, the notion that Syracuse might do the same. And so for you at Coastal, what can you say about that? Because you're going to Coastal Carolina, you're going to a winning program, you're going to a consistently successful program, a program that's ranked in the nation's top 25. They've made it into the top 25 
the college football playoff rankings in the last couple of years. So even though they're not given the respect that maybe they deserve when it comes to overall because they're not in the Power Five, quote-unquote, uh, what does it mean to you to, to go to Coastal and know that of the three that you had in your top three, they've won more games sometimes than Temple and Syracuse combined? You've said it perfectly. I mean, kind of just a big thing is consistency. I mean, they've had the same coaches. They've been ranked the last three years. They've won a bowl game. They've won Sun Belt Championship. Um, and they've been getting the the change they've made from four years ago when they when they went to the FBS until now. I mean, they, they can only get higher. I mean, in terms of respect and winning games and. Yeah, like Temple and Syracuse, like uh, Temple, you know, they've had some coaching changes a lot, I would say, actually. Um, and that's always concerning as a recruit. And in Syracuse, you know, like so one winning season, one bowl game out of the seven years, you know, their head coach has been there. Uh, and that does that huge factor. So I would definitely say that just the fact that Coastal is consistently a really, really good program. Probably one of the top uh, programs in Sunbelt Conference. Consistently ranked. That was huge for me, and that, that definitely made a part of my decision. What do they tell you, Matt, about the opportunity to get on the field right away? What does it look like, you know, and, and from what you know about who's coming back and how the depth chart is, what has the coaching staff said to you and what research have you done about the opportunity to potentially play right away? Yeah, so I did ask uh, the coach that, and he basically said, like, it's very hard to tell this early. They might have guys who go to the NFL, you know, a professional somewhere um but basically they don't redshirt their kids automatically like a lot of schools do um so i would just have to get up there see how i you know see how i play of course how i do how i could you know help the team win and uh you know that's pretty much it because uh it's it's really really hard to tell at my position you know where i'm at with, uh, with the program as far as how much i can help them win so i would have to see when i go down there you know, when uh, because I'm enrolling early, so I would I would probably know by the start of spring ball where I'm at. And so yeah, so you said you're enrolling early, so you'll be there in January of 2023. How important was it for you to enroll early and be there for spring ball as opposed to coming in in the summer and just having fall camp? Uh, how vital is it for you? And, and your story, and, and were you always, even before you committed, were you always looking to enroll early wherever you decided to go? Yeah, so that actually plays along in the last question of playing early. Enrolling, enrolling early, you know, getting up there in January, that plays a huge factor. I mean, you're, you're with the team, you're, you're getting weight training in, you're basically just a part of the program like any other player for six months earlier than any other uh players of the class of 2023 so definitely gives you a huge advantage and it's an advantage that you know of course i'm going to take take an op take that opportunity and um I, yeah i have made a decision to to do that before i committed i've talked to the coaches about it they're they're real happy about it so and i'm excited uh so yeah i think it'll definitely help me in terms of playing early and it'll just help me overall you know my, my college career 
Matt's words to me the day he committed. I quote, as soon as I got to see the culture and the environment that Coastal Carolina has, I knew this is where I wanted to be. And went on to say from there, the coaches have been together for many, many years, and that is something you don't see often. They have a special program, and I saw myself fitting in right away. I didn't want to waste any time in my recruiting, so I did what I felt was right, and I committed on the last day of my visit, end quote. You said that you feel yourself fitting in right away. What is it about Coastal that makes you feel like your special skill set is going to fit like a puzzle piece, so to speak, at Coastal Carolina? Well, I mean, their defensive line and their defense in general, they like their guys, you know, they like their guys fast. You know, the way they uh, slant their defensive linemen, they like them fast, strong, of course, you know, have the size. And they kind of play with an under uh, underdog mentality, and that's a big thing with me. I feel like, I feel like I've been a little under-recruited, and... Uh, that's how a lot of the people are there too. They feel the exact same way, but now they're they're proving everyone wrong, and they're they're winning games. That's how the past couple of years have been. They're surprising people. They're winning bowl games, and you know now they're on they're on the top now, and in, in everyone's rankings, and they got they have a lot to prove. And uh, it's definitely something that I feel like I fit in with, and I want to be a part of, and just help prove everyone wrong, and keep winning keep adding to the, the culture of the program the winning culture and all that matt before i let you go why do you think you were under recruited what was it in your recruitment that you were hearing or not hearing i mean what what can you attribute to that i mean a little chip on your shoulder big chip on your shoulder right that that you didn't get the love that maybe you felt like uh, you worked really hard for so why do you feel like you were under recruited and what do you want to say to those places that did not recruit you well, you know, of course, I, I just want, I'm very, very thankful for the opportunities they've had. And, of course, I'm, I'm absolutely thankful that everything turned out the way they did. I would never want to change anything, you know, go back in time. I wouldn't change anything I did. I wouldn't change how anything turned out. I'm extremely happy at Coastal. You know, of course, I feel like everything happened for a reason. But in terms of why I feel like I was under-recruited, um, I feel like, so my and like power five programs they kind of they get their they get their guys early and i got into the recruitment process pretty late because my freshman year i was like 180 pounds you know so i didn't see the field i had no tape and our sophomore year our season got canceled so i didn't have any freshman or sophomore tape and you know as a as a 15 16 year old kid you're not playing, you know, I had no vision of myself playing college football, but I didn't really do anything. I didn't lift hard. I didn't eat right. I wasn't really, I didn't see any future in football. So that was like pretty much my whole life up until maybe like the the winter, you know, going in my junior year, I kind of realized, you know, I was gifted at least with, with thighs and natural strength. So I decided to give it a shot, you know, lift hard and honestly lifting hard uh, definitely like kind of showed me like hard work paid off and I really saw a future for myself after that because, you know, I got got really strong, kind of got ahead of everyone and I just I just saw like myself, you know, you know, having a good career in college football and of course, good opportunity, you know, they pay for your, your, your tuition and all that, so that was a good thing. Um, and then, you know, I feel like I had a really good junior season. 
And to go back to the question of why I was unrecruited, I kind of played the season at, you know, a little light of a weight, 245, 250, which for a defensive tackles, it's pretty light. So that's another thing. Uh, but, yeah, so kind of just sum all that up. Got into the recruitment process late. You know, worked my tail off, but sometimes you just got to have things happen at the right time. And it wasn't exactly at the right time for me. So a lot of Power 5 schools already had their commits by the time I was getting recruited. So that's kind of how that went. But I'm very thankful that everything played out the way it did. So, you know, I found myself at Coastal Carolina, my future home, uh, and I'm just very happy. Now, coming from Matt Chikatano here with us, defensive lineman coming in, plays defensive line as well as on the offensive side of the ball at tight end and coming out of Mount Carmel, PA for 2023 and rolling early in January of 2023. As some final notes here, you mentioned the football staff at Coastal Carolina being consistent and being successful. Uh, head coach Jamie Chadwell, just your thoughts on Coach Chadwell as well as if you've built a relationship yet with your defensive line coach, uh, Skylar McGee, and, and just what your take is on the coaching staff man they were a huge part in my process i mean i talked to them like every day before i even went up and visited there and you know coach chadwell coach uh skyler or coach mcgee and uh yeah when i got there you know i just connected bonding with them really well you know i love the coach i love the way you know they just run their team building a culture a family culture and yeah, just got along with them real well. Uh, they explained to me real well about my future there, and that's pretty much it. Like, I, I just—they were like the perfect coaches. They've been there for a while. They envisioned themselves being there for a while. That's all it took for just me to make my decision. So you're going to be a part of Teal Nation. What do you want to say to Teal Nation and? to you know a very interesting field an awesome logo a very unique name you don't hear chanticleers anywhere else so uh, just what you can say about what it means to you to to be in a very uniquely put together teal nation and what you want to say to those fans yeah so if i had to say something to them i would just say that you know obviously if they've been a fan for the past couple years they've seen just how far the program has come I mean, if you went across the college football, you know, fan base, they probably, like three or four years ago, they wouldn't be able to tell you who Coastal Carolina was or what Chanticleer was or identify them by their colors. But, you know, after winning some big games, becoming ranked every year, you know, they're a nationally known team. And they're the only team in the nation that I can think of that wears teal, you know, that has a Chanticleer as their their mascot or whatever so and just overall they're a very unique teams the, their play style their the guys they have and i'm excited to be a part of it and keep that tradition and culture you know moving keep keep the culture and and everything like that and the winning season keep growing it you know guys the limit they're getting major major recruits that are committing over power five that's a deal shows a real big change in the program it's on the rise, and I'm going to be a part of it. That coming from Matt Chicatano here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios. Matt, uh, being by the beach, I know you said it doesn't have everything to do with it, but it's a totally different uh, 
environment than your other top three teams that you had. So just what you could say about that side of it and what life's going to be like to go to college, right? go to school, be a student athlete. And when you want to go on vacation, you got to drive a couple miles as opposed to, you know, across the country. Yeah, that actually like reminded me of a really good thing that Coach Chadwell told me. Um, so basically, take away football, you know, you're going to be at college 10 to 12 months uh, that you're there. So would you enjoy being at the environment, being, you know, just around, where you, around the people, the place, the school? And I was just like, you know what, if I would go here without playing football, <laughs> to be honest. So being by the beach, being by the, you know, all the guys down there. Like I said, I connect them with the real well. And a lot of the people, just, you know, people that don't play football, talk to professors, you know. I just loved everything about it. And to take, like I said, if I took away football, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the entire country. So definitely a huge thing that's by the beach and in a great, in a great place. So I guess now the question is, Matt, uh, when should I come down to see the Coastal Carolina? I've never seen a Coastal Carolina game live, so uh, when should I be coming down to, to see my guy Shikatano play? That'd be awesome. Well, uh, you live uh, you live in Syracuse, right? Uh, up in New York, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm thinking my sophomore – I was looking at the future schedule. My sophomore year, they play at Temple, uh, I'm pretty sure. So that'd be a good game to get to. Um, if you want to get to a real big game, it's a little bit of a drive. But my sophomore year, they also play at South Carolina. That'd be a, that'd be a huge game. So, and you know, it's hard because they don't have their full schedules out for the future games. But I'm sure there'll be a lot that are that are close. So, um, if you were ever to come to a game, you know, you got to let me know. That'd be awesome. I got I got to get a Shikatano jersey. That's all I know. I got to make sure we make that happen. Do you know what number you want to wear? Oh, I want to wear 99. Okay. All right. Did they tell you you have it? Does somebody have it right now? What What's 99 status? I didn't ask him that, but I'm sure probably they're going to, like, if an older guy has it, then they're probably going to give it to the older guy. But, you know, as I, you know, become, you know, older part of the team, I'm sure they'll give me 99, at least I hope. But it doesn't play too much of a factor for me. 99, 98. 97 all good numbers but some just hits different about that 99 so that's what i'm hoping to get at some part of my career there yeah well you know it's a number that hit. now what what's the significance of 99 to you it's just like a clean look for defensive alignments my favorite player jj watt wore it i kind of like to think of myself as like i play kind of like jj watt i'm not as much of a of an edge rusher but you know, just in terms of the play style, but I just love 99s. It's a, it's a cool defensive number, just to put it simply. Right, coming from Matt Shikitano, getting ready for Coastal Carolina, heading there for early enrollment in January of 2023, and this is your exclusive first conversation with Matt Shikitano since committing to Coastal Carolina. We got to make history and do it here on Wake Up Call only because Matt's awesome and gave me the blessing of doing that. So with that being said, welcome to the Chanticleers, welcome to Coastal Carolina, and for all of you here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora in the Cafe Kubal Studios, we implore you to stay with us. I 
on MixLR.com, Facebook.com, and YouTube.com, all backslash Wake Up Call DT, every Monday through Friday, live from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Then we, jo then we go to Podbean, MixLR's archive, as well as Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, YouTube, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible, and your Google and Alexa-powered devices. We'll also play the latest episode of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So, Matt, thank you for making history. Thank you for giving me the honor of doing this. And I could not be happier for you. And I gave you my word when you do your signing day, I would love to find some way to do something with you and be there for the festivities. And I'm a man who keeps my word. So if you still want me to be there, we just got to make sure we get that nice, clean Chanticleer hat so you can look nice on that day. And we'll make sure we do something fun on your signing day. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to thank you for having me on here. You know, twice it was it was definitely an honor i absolutely love doing this interview and uh yeah let's stay in touch you know i have your number follow you on all social medias so when signing day comes i'll, I'll definitely be hitting you up see if you can come down uh, i'd love that so thank you